This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And it is Monday Ooh, It is raining It's October It's October oh, it's it's raining. It's There's raining? so much happening. Yeah. I don't think it's raining here right now, but I also haven't been outside. So I don't have like the, the greatest grasp on the weather. It, it is that weather where it happens to be Monday and you're like, mm, do I want to work? Like, it's like telling me to just not. I got to say, <laughs> this is like, I don't mean to spill some hot tea here what? about my work habits. But this was one of those mornings where I kind of like worked from my phone in bed for like a little bit because You're I just entitled I to do that. I literally like my computer was within arm's reach, but it just <laughs> felt it felt oppressive to open it and to like to reach like I didn't have it in me to reach. So I was, you know, I was getting things done. I was like posting yeah. on Instagram. I was answering Slack messages, checking my email, all of the stuff. But I was like, I can't open the computer for a, another little bit. You know, I yeah. need a little. I need a little bit. But like, this we're recording not ready was to get back together yet. This recording was a great, um, you know, impetus for me to actually open my computer because I no longer had a choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, I thought you were going to be like, because I get to see Barry's face, and well, like, that too. I mean, I get to but also like it's on the calendar so i don't correct have a but you know what everyone let's have a kumbaya moment it's a new week it's a new month and you know that's what all, that's it <laughs> portia umansky is a new woman she's a woman because in the jewish she her, community she had her bat mitzvah over the weekend it was gorgeous a lot. it gorgeous. was beautiful it was circus themed i like that Kyle Richards has all these parties at her house, but you would never know it's at her house because there's like a ridiculous tent and like all these decorations. And it looks, it looks like it could be any, you know, like event venue space. And then you realize that it's like their home. If we know anything about Kyle, it's that she can throw a party. AKA she has the, she has the best like party planning team. We have seen this for a decade already. And she's been talking about Porsche's bat mitzvah, I think, for a decade as well. So I was really excited to see. I did not see Paris. Was Paris there? I did not see any of the Hiltons. That was the biggest surprise. I think that Kathy wasn't there. At least she wasn't in any of the photos or anything. So I think people were kind of wondering what happened with that. Also, Garcelle wasn't there. She was, Kathy and Garcelle were the only two like current Beverly Hills cast members who weren't, you know, in photos or anything, obviously for Kathy, it's like 
I'm a little more curious why she wasn't there, but I'm, I feel like there has to be like a reason. I don't think Kathy's like boycotting Portia's bat mitzvah. Yes. Portia looked so freaking cute. They all did like, and then they, and and one of their stories, they went outside and there was like an actual real life Ferris wheel. And I was like, got it. I didn't see Kim, Kim Richards either, which makes me sad. You know, like I know that family, you know, has their, their issues, but it's like, uh, like everybody just go to the bat mitzvah. Yes. Like bat mitzvahs are the best. Um, Faye Resnick I, was there. Faye, yes, of course. Faye and Dorit looked like they were partying up a storm based on <laughs> Dorit's Instagram story. Like, wait, so the other night when Kyle oh, and Erica Kathy, wasn't there either. I, right, I, right. I forgot to mention that Erica was yes. not there. When Kyle and Kathy were both on Watch What Happens Live last night or last week and they were talking about the bat mitzvah and Kyle was like, "Uh, it's like at least 300. And I dead serious was like, mom. And she like ran in and I was like, how many people were at my bat mitzvah? And and she goes, um, and I like it was a very long time ago. And she was like, I mean, under 200, but like it was a lot like why? And I go, because I just wanted to know she that like, think about how much more of a random question that could have been. But, and like, I needed how the many answer. People were, do how you many have the people are my bat mitzvah? <laughs> <laughs> do you but, have the, yeah. Do you have the RSVP list saved anywhere? No, I mean, I knowing to, my I mother, like I probably some, I feel like I went to some bat mitzvahs that were close to 300 people. Yeah. I mean, because I. Yeah, I mean, it's just a big to do but um anyway congratulations that. A that big was, mazel tov. i always i always say my social life peaked in seventh grade because <laughs> i i'm not getting invited to as many fancy events these days you know i had I, my i had to have my like three button down shirts in rotation you know oh my god Cocktail and attire was really stressful guys have it like <clears throat> we me and my friends were talking about this recently actually because to a wedding guys can wear, you know, a suit, but girls cannot wear the same dress every to every wedding they go to. It's ridiculous. The standards are crazy. The standards are crazy. Um, okay. Let's. Oh, also speaking, let women, let women be outfit <laughs> repeaters. The same dress. Um, speaking of watch of Beverly Hills. Also, Kathy cleared it up when she was talking about the lady she said she was not being rude. She was respecting her privacy. And I was like, mm. uh-huh. Okay. I see. I will say like when they showed her bringing it to the car or like the, whatever the bag to the car, like they didn't really show her on camera. Right. So it's right. not like with some of these women's like household helpers where mm-hmm. like, obviously like crystal is filming scenes with Lucy, like that right. kind of thing. Like, you know, her, whoever her housekeeper was, maybe didn't want to be on camera or have her name said. That could be true. It's just like, whatever. Okay, let's, we have to talk about Potomac and Salt Lake City today. So let's not waste any more time. Um, Potomac, we are starting our trip to the Eastern Shore, which that as a geographical term means nothing to me. Um, My Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, my, my friend who is, from Potomac luckily showed me on a map where they were because it was like helpful. Like I assumed they were going to Virginia. Nope. They're still in Maryland. Um, like I had no idea how far they drove because it felt like Ashley and Karen were in the car for like six hours on the way to this house while everybody else got there in like 30 minutes. Um, I love on Potomac. Like I just never know. I have no concept of like where they are at any point in time. This was really 
like I feel like they've already gone on like three or four trips already. And it's they're good for them. And that's why I like that they're going to like close places. But I don't know if this one felt somewhat necessary. But at the same time, what's not necessary in Potomac? Everything they do, like gives me a little something. But the house, I wasn't like that. I wasn't that into this one. I got to say it was like, it was cute. I didn't get any wow factor from it. Like when they went to Williamsburg, that main house was really like, really like grand. And this one, it's like, oh, okay. Like it looks cute. I was a little confused why, if there are seven bedrooms, why Wendy was like, some people will have to share. I'm like, well, if you don't think Giselle and Robin are coming, then I I don't think they will. I don't know. Like (laughs) there's not that many people. Listen, it wouldn't be a housewives trip if the room situation wasn't a situation. They like have to. It's like in it's like in the script. They're like, you got to make it a game. You got to do something. You got to like keep them on their toes. But I thought that, too, because I guess in their like Wendy still doesn't know, like she just doesn't know if they're coming, which obviously we find out later on. They do. But right. So this episode, they have said that they're not going to come because of the manner in which they were invited, which Mm -hmm. I don't really blame them for feeling that way. Like the way that Wendy was like, basically like yelling at Giselle, like you can come with your luggage. Like that was rude. Yeah. It doesn't feel welcoming. Right. And so I think like, I understand still why Wendy has an issue with Giselle and Robin, but at the same time, it's like, if you're the one planning the group trip and you actually want everyone to come, then like maybe in the specific moment where you're extending the invite, you can like lay down your grievances and just invite them. Right. But then she obviously lead, like they showed more text messages and she did like a follow up and she was like, we are bringing, we are leading with love and light and it's good vibes only like good that. Love always then when. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I like that we're now like in the second half of the season and she's trying to like recapture the Zen Wen energy, which it's like questionable if she ever really had it in the first place. But, um, you know, she's she's trying and she gives everyone a gift basket from black owned businesses, including her new candle. Um, I like I love the just the like continuing undercurrent of Robin and or of Wendy and Karen's candles that like Karen sees Wendy's candle in the basket. She's like, good girl. Come on. Maybe someday we'll be in Bloomingdale's together. It's like, Oh my God, Karen. <laughs> like they're competing without competing, but they're... right, like Karen would never, Karen would <laughs> never admit that she, that she like wants to do better than Wendy's candle. But like, obviously she's like, Mine is better. Right. And okay. So earlier when, you know, for Potomac specific, we all have our little breakdowns, like of everyone meeting before like the main trip and Ashley goes to Robin's house. And did you notice when Robin was like, oh, you left your, your Karen package there. A few of the ladies did like everyone. Oh my God. (laughs) I was dying because it's like a few of the ladies. There was like five people there. That's not like, oh, Ashley forgot to to pick it up when she got up from her seat. It's like, no, like nobody actually cared enough to take it home. That wasn't nice. It was, it was a it's dig, a, but it's a three wick candle. Like that's generous. I would have I taken know. them all home. Yeah. You need one for your bathroom, your living room, I will your say, kitchen. Though, 
I will say though, I've never sniffed Ladon, like smelled Ladon with my own two nostrils, mm-hmm. but I've heard from some other people that it's kind of like an old lady-ish, like heavy perfume scent. And so if the candle is the same scent, the same fragrance, I'm not sure it would really like freshen up a room the way that I would want it to. We will try to get our hands on one. I will say, I will say it could be divine. So I'm not going to, you know, speak ill of the candle. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So Michael is not coming on the trip. Um, Robin basically thinks that Michael doesn't want to be around the Bassets, mm-hmm. which... I can't argue with. I mean, it seems like that would be a recipe for toxicity. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, Michael seems more uh, into being a good parent this time around. So I'm not going to criticize him for wanting to stay home with, uh, with the babies. And also I don't really have any desire to see Michael on my screen. So good. Um, But so then we have Mia and Gordon are going on the trip and Mia's mom is going to be watching their kids for multiple nights for the first time, which I like, it made me happy that they're clearly, you know, making some progress, right? Like that is not something that you would trust your anyone with if you didn't actually trust them Mm -hmm. to be making good decisions and all of that. So that seemed like a nice step forward. Um, Meanwhile, we're dealing with like the aftermath of Candace's comment about Mia's mom being low budget and Candace like still throughout the episode doesn't actually know the context of what has gone on with Mia's mom. But the further we get into the episode, as everyone arrives at the house in Chesapeake, it becomes clear that Candace doesn't really care Care. or wouldn't wouldn't real isn't really interested in learning more about mia's experiences right she's more focused she's more focused on talking about her feet frankly (laughs) i know honestly but 
or again earlier, Robin even told Ashley about it. Like she kind of filled her in and Ashley was right. like, oh, I didn't know. Like, so everyone's kind of finding out about this, but I agree. I, even if you did, can did tell Candace, like she, that she wasn't stopping. She was just something triggered her this episode and she just kept going and going and going. It might be the way Mia was reacting. You know, Mia's a very like, oh, like really? Like not getting loud, not getting any, and that might've been getting more and more and more under Candace's skin. But it's crazy because throughout this season, I was like, you know, I'm starting to like enjoy Candace. You know, I actually Mm -hmm. have been enjoying her presence, which I've said, but this episode really brought me back. I was like, you know, like, that I, I don't like this behavior. It was really like uncalled for, to be honest. Well, I think in the first half of the season, we were seeing her be more of a voice of reason than we've ever seen. Right. And she was kind of taking a backseat in some of the conflicts and sort of not inserting herself. And then the last few episodes, we've really just seen her fall back into that pattern of, you know, constantly lashing out and taking the bait yeah. and, Um, you know, so clearly, okay. Like I still don't think it was super cool the way that Mia was interacting with Dorothy at the video shoot. Partially that was on Dorothy too. I think that Mm -hmm. would benefit Candace to maybe unpack a little bit, but you know, I think Candace is justified in being annoyed with Mia. And I think especially this episode when, Mia is continuing, you know, when Candace brings up the low budget comment and Mia's like, well, you know, as a CEO, like I was just, you could take constructive criticism, like from a business perspective, it's like, that's like bullshit. Like, I mean, that's just being like petty. Like obviously when you make, when you call someone's music video, low budget, you're not giving them business advice. And also Candace didn't ask for that. But like, I then think, that Candace is not handling Mia's digs very well. Exactly. But at the same time, Candace, like you just said, continuing with like the big feet and it's like, okay, like what would you like Mia to do about her big feet? Like it's annoying, honestly. I have to say when she called her the Jolly Green Giant, I like kind of choked on my water a little bit. I was like, But like that's she keeps like technically like body shaming. It's like and she's still going and it's like it's actually like really not nice what she's saying to me. Like her like botched cosmetic, you know, like her (laughs) her like leaky booty and like all of this stuff. Like it's just the kind of thing where it's like there's no point in making those kind of digs. And so it's like if you want to be mad at her for what she said about your video or how she talked to your mom focus on that but she's just like bringing it to this low place of like you're a night walker and like you're a yeah get your pimp and like all of that stuff which is just I mean the whole like the whole like sex work connotation thing like that is icky all the body shaming stuff is icky it's like Candace has shown us in past seasons that that's kind of like her natural place of conflict and I feel like she seemed to be she seemed to be kind of reeling it in earlier this season and now it's like 
Oh yeah. Yep, all she had, to, all she had to do was be triggered by someone. And now we're like right back to the same place. Yeah. And like, listen, Mia's not completely innocent. Like for her walking through all the girls in the hallway and being like, not like oh talking my to God. my rich friends, not these broke bitches, but then Candace goes right back and she's like, your mom is a broke bitch. <laughs> like uncalled for Candace. That, like that phone call. Oh my God. Like as much as I'm like rolling my eyes at Candace, I'm also like, Mia, oh my God, like, please, what are you doing? The argument itself was very child. Like it was, it seemed very childish to me. All like the husbands were there and like, it just really didn't seem like the time or place. Like they were, when they all came into the bedroom at first, I thought, oh, maybe they'll try to fix it. But like it it escalated from there. Like it didn't, it actually, that did nothing. (laughs) It actually made it worse. I think, I think, Ascala is almost trying to have a more mature disagreement with Mia where she's like bringing up the broke bitches comment and like bringing up how Gordon was speaking to her, but then like Mia doesn't react well. And then Candace takes it to the like lower place of like, get your pimp. Yeah. Like Gordon is clearly intoxicated, which we will talk about that because he was also being very like, inappropriate and like bizarre that was a lot I was like me. ew like ew but when he made the phone call like the car dealership phone call like things like that was I was like unnecessary again like not necessary to do in like front of a group of people you getting like a customized g-wagon like you're on a group trip in the kitchen you just got there five minutes ago like okay cool. I felt like Mia and Gordon were giving very like show off for the cameras 100% like not even like show off, but also just like acting up for the cameras, like you know, yes. like taking all those shots and like, you know, Mia on the, you know, on the phone, like we were saying, talking about like the broke bitches and the G wagon and all of this stuff. It's like, they were just like on 10 from the second they got there. And it's like, can everybody just, yeah. can everybody just like take a breath, get a glass of wine, sit around the living room go out but on the deck you know like can we just like take a breath and i felt like it was from the moment mia and wendy got there and started drinking it was like oh this is going to be a hectic day and of course it all leads up to this salad toss which you know they cut off at the very end of the episode yeah candace threw she gently like flicked one piece of lettuce And she was like, are you hungry? And then Mia took a fucking handful and threw it across. But then like at that point before then, that's where I think I was like, okay, this behavior is a little much because all Ashley asked right when it was happening, all happening is when like Ashley was like, what's going on? And everyone was Mia was talking about Candace in front of her. So then Candace was like, I'm right here. Like, if you're going to call me me and like, I'm right here. But then uh, the husband's were like, we're going to we're going to head out. We're going to go see what's going on out there. Like you want to, well, I think they're going to play like basketball, something. I don't know. But like the salad toss is like, what, where are we going from there? Because we can't be throwing things, especially if we didn't even eat lunch yet. I would be fucking pissed. All I'm saying. Yeah. No, I mean, everybody needs to eat something and, you know, have a piece of bread and maybe they'll calm down. No, but like house. your hands were just in it and I didn't even have any yet. It was very upsetting. <laughs> but like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I've seen saw people everyone posting like we're back to square one. Like Candace has like said she's growing and doing all this. And then it's like, listen, of course, she's like in, uh, allowed to like argue with people. Everyone is. But it's just like the same old thing. So. Yeah. And we see next week she and Ashley are really going to get into it again, which that feud has kind of been on. You know, it's been like simmering on the back burner for most of this season. So I'm like, I'm just like nervous in my soul for that because I'm like, we're going back to that place. I know. And also this episode, Candace tells (laughs) Mia, like strongly advises that Mia goes to therapy. And I was like, that's like, you know, I feel like you're not in the right place for you to suggest that to her. But okay, Yeah, I feel like that's weird to tell anyone, especially when it's somebody that you are not friends or like not getting along with. Also, like. That's not like an insult the way that Candace seems to think it is. It's like, right. okay, like maybe Mia should go to therapy, but like a lot of people should, including probably perhaps you, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, and it's not like embarrassing that maybe she should go to therapy, like whatever. I don't know. Exa- right. Right. Like, it's not like a bad thing that she was making it seem, but also we, we need to talk. This is not talked about enough. Is there a group text called the flossy posse? The flossy posse. <laughs> I want to be in it. <laughs> I like that they obviously for like show purposes aren't allowed to have a group text. That's just like RHOP cast. So they, <laughs> the flossy posse is a great name. I would, I want to just like have full access to the flossy posse Ooh. group text. Flossy posse. <laughs> spring has sprung. And that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Player App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Okay, let's talk about Salt Lake City um, because this episode, also some some text messages, some important text messages in this episode. Um, Okay, so we pick up at ice fishing where Mm -hmm. Meredith has stormed off Jen is, you know, hysterical and basically 
Lisa is like stuck in the middle of like trying to salvage some kind of arrangement. You know, this is just a mess. And I feel like I don't blame Meredith for like going there and trying to talk to Jen in the first place, but like Jen is just not the kind of person who can handle like accountability for stuff like this. And in terms of these tweets and her like not running her own Twitter account, she really seems to be like in denial about the fact that these, like if a tweet has her name on it, even if it wasn't her, that Mm -hmm. that still is her responsibility. And that it's just like frustrating to watch because it's like, girl, like shut up. It doesn't matter if you, if your assistant liked the tweet. Right. She even brought that up again, like last night. It just like doesn't make sense. But she also saying all that there's a double standard, she said last night. And I was like, wait, whoa, I can't wait to hear what she thinks the double standard is. And she was like, Brooks is a, like Brooks is allowed to be able to say whatever he wants. And like, I'm not. I was like, first of all, you're comparing yourself to someone's kid. Like he's yeah, he's an adult, but whatever. But also you're, the things he, what has Brooks said? Like, I don't recall him saying anything other than his response to your actions. But like it wasn't a double standard. And right there is like, just take responsibility. It's like, thank God they were on a pond because if they were in a room or anywhere, she would be able to leave. And she was just all of them were just chasing each other around the ice for like an hour. (laughs) It was so hectic the way that like Lisa put on Jen's backpack. So she wouldn't be able to leave. And then like Meredith was like, okay, I'm going to go. And everybody's like, come back, sit down. And you know, she, Jen throws her, diamond tennis bracelet in the snow and Lisa's like crawling around looking for it I was like what is going on but finally we get to a point where Jen apologizes to Meredith yeah first of all the diamond tennis bracelet like (laughs) in in my opinion that can't be a like no first of all a diamond tennis bracelet just doesn't fall off it fell off and she wouldn't just throw alleged seventy thousand dollars across the net it just that was bizarre to me but also she comes to her senses after like stewart is giving her a pep talk oh my god it was weird and uh, like bizarre (laughs) i don't know like what his he was kind of like getting to the but like like alluding to something i don't know he like knows her yeah he like knows something about like her the way she works that he's able to like talk to her the way nobody else is and it's like these two have a fucking weird relationship well yeah we find that out i mean yeah like (laughs) they also have a uh criminal relationship but it's like what is what is the deal with Stu and jen right jen the way jen apologized she when if she does that when she's supposed to i know like when you're ap- apologizing to someone it obviously could take you longer than like other you you know it comes to your senses whatever but she if she just thinks in her head if she just did that from the beginning or thought about it, instead of just overreacting about everything she does like this could have been so much easier and then she even threw in i'd like to also apologize to brooks which is i was like blown away i was like whoa jen i wasn't expecting that from you either but you know that I w- and then next episode, obviously, we see, and I was like, holy shit, I like actually truly wasn't expecting that, but I'm excited to see that conversation. A little nervous. The fact, the fact that Jen and Brooks have like a one on one sit down is very funny to me. Yes. But also, what's <clears throat> funny to me is when Heather and Whitney were sidelining and watching this whole fight and commentating it. 
was and Heather, hilarious. And Heather is like gutted that she has to leave her <laughs> for her daughter's like showcase. Your showcase. She's like, damn it. Like, I like, like, I want to see the action. This this is why it came. She is she is great. I I feel like I don't know. Salt Lake City, there's so much happening. But at the same time, I even saw someone else post today that like at the same time, like nothing's happening, which kind of is how like I feel about like all how ha- like that's typically what it is. Well, it was actually strange. So <laughs> after this Jen apology and the fishing scene ends, we are kind of immediately introduced to Angie, who now right. is like a friend of and and Sarah this, Jane. Yeah, and, and Sarah Jane, of course. This woman seemingly sort of comes out of nowhere and then she becomes like the source Maybe, of the yeah. conflict for the rest of the episode. So it was a little weird. Like, I feel like something weird happened when they were filming. Like, if there, like, there was some weird reason why, like, Angie couldn't be in the first part of the season or like, you know, we're only a few episodes in. So it was just like, Oh, okay. Like all of a sudden we're in this kind of like different realm where like Lisa's going over to Sarah Jane's house with her friend, Angie, and they're talking about, you know, this like casino night. Like it just was kind of like, Oh, okay. Like it was a transition. Yeah. (laughs) It was not a good segue into the the new person. And then now Angie is kind of like a, she's like this like pawn in the middle of Lisa and Whitney's issues, which is like not a comfortable place to be. And it was like the way that Lisa is openly like, yeah, I don't really care that your cousins with her, like you shouldn't claim her Lisa. Okay. So Lisa literally posted she posted this text message screenshot as proof that they didn't know they were related until the show was airing last Who year. Who cares? So Angie texted her, I found out Whitney and I are related from watching the show. I died. And Lisa's response is just, what? Don't claim her. And it's like, it's funny because Lisa is posting this to prove that her timeline is correct. And it's like, okay, sure. But you still look like a, like, bitch like it's like what are you this like you're still telling this woman that she shouldn't speak to this woman that she just found out is her cousin it's like okay that doesn't make you look like great yeah as much as i'm obviously not fond of lisa barlow this episode did not make her look good like at all this was not a good episode for her in any yeah, way so so i want to know what your thoughts are on oh boy catergate because so basically Lisa goes over to Sarah Jane's house and this is the first time she really finds out that Angie and, and Whitney are like closer now. Yes. And then she, Angie's having this casino night party the next day, I think soon, whatever. Yeah. They said next weekend. So then apparently five hours after Lisa is with Angie, Angie gets a call from the caterers for casino night and are like, Hey, like we usually do Lisa Barlow's events and like, we can't do yours anymore. And so Whitney tells Angie, she's like, Oh yeah. Lisa's behind that a hundred percent for sure. And 100%. I like hundred 
And 50,000% Lisa Barlow is attached to that. You believe it for sure. Like, yes. Like, first of all, first of all, they said it was from her assistant. Like they mentioned her assistant. Second of all, did I start with second of all? Sometimes I do that. First of all, I don't think so. Okay. Second of all, numbers are hard. Yeah, they are. I two plus two is four and I'm not even good at math and I'm not even good at math. So fast forward to casino night where we will, you know, Lisa's reaction is, is Jen Shaw 2.0 and Lisa reacts like that, which is what people need to realize when Lisa is guilty or does anything, she cries and throws a fit and leaves the room. Like that's just not the way you respond to things. And she even said like, I'm feeling really weird right now. Like I'm feeling really weird. And then just automatically started crying. If you didn't do any, I get it. You feel bad because you're being accused of something, but if you didn't do something, that's just not the way you would have reacted. But it just makes too much sense for her, for her to be connected to that. Do you, what are your thoughts? Do you not agree? I mean, I agree. I definitely agree that it seems sketchy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I would say I'm like less confident than you, but also I don't feel like, no, Lisa didn't do that. Like, I don't think she right. would do that. Like, I definitely think it's something that she's like, capable of and I feel like if she was feeling petty you know she makes a phone call and then it happens and I think like I do think you're right like her reaction is just like kind of hard to watch because it's like this like she does this thing where she's like not really crying but she's like (laughs) going through the motions of crying she's like no like like the fact that you would say that about me, like I, I can't like, uh, 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 like it doesn't really feel like she is like, it feels like she's like squeezing out the emotions a little bit. Yeah. And like, I think partially that's because she's not a very like naturally emotional person, but also it just like feels kind of forced. And uh, yeah, I agree. And also if she did do this, like what a disgusting thing to do for a, for a charity event. Like, and someone even said, like, oh, what's a party with no food? Like, which means you did that on purpose. Like you wanted to make someone look bad, but take your drama with someone who is completely irrelevant, by the way, because her feud with Whitney has nothing to do with her being friends. This woman has nothing to do with this charity event. So you could have done some some other petty thing to, I don't know, make her look bad. But that's just, I don't know. It's just not, it was, right. that was if dirty. you want to be petty and mess with Angie in some other way, fine but like just let her have her yeah not cool chaired. the casino night looked really nice though gorgeous and also when lisa arrives and we have seen this before it's like deja vu walks right past whitney continues to ignore her while whitney like starts to talk to her like this woman's really fucking rude i don't know it just really yeah. gets to me like holy shit I think, like, with Housewives, I feel like sometimes I really appreciate that Lisa shows exactly who she is and, like, doesn't try to kind of, like, sugarcoat her personality for TV. Because I think we've seen yeah. we've seen people on these shows where it's, like, I actually think you're kind of, like, 
a rude person, Mm -hmm. but you're like stressed about coming across that way. So it seems like you're being fake. And I think Lisa, I will say like, I appreciate that she is, I, she seems very authentic on camera, even when it's not flattering, but at the same time, it's like, Oh my God, like really? Like that's, you can't like, you can't still like acknowledge Whitney in a way that feels like at all warm or genuine like you got you just told Angie when you were at that other little meeting like when anybody asks her about Whitney she's like no like I don't have an issue with Whitney like she was the one that was talking about me but like I don't have an issue with her and it's like then say hi to her at the party like a normal person and correct and I was also confused a little bit because we left off where they acknowledged each other and they weren't best of friends, but at the ice fishing, like they gave Lisa gave Whitney a hug and like they moved, they, you know, they didn't have a talk, but they were cordial. So it was just, it was almost like what Angie told her set her off, set Lisa off. And she took that and ran with it. I definitely think it did. And then, you know, like Whitney kind of wanders into the room as they're like yelling her name and Lisa's like, Whitney, why are you here? Why are you in here? Like, what are you doing in here? And it's like, that I mean, was so literally high school like, to me. You're literally like shouting about her. So like, it's not crazy that she would like wonder what's going on. Dylan, that literally is like, if we, if like everyone like at work was like just hanging out in a room and I was like, Dylan, why are you in here? They just, you don't do that. Like, it's just weird to me. Barry, do you need to be in here? Yeah. Who, who it's and and you did that you called her out because you don't want her hearing what you're saying your side of whatever you're talking about that's how I look at it right and it's like okay so then whether or not you did the catering thing Whitney's gonna see that you sent the text telling Angie not to claim her and it's like that's not gonna make her feel good like I don't know. Also, they're you know, related they're... because they have the great, 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 great <clears throat> grandfather. <laughs> great, 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 great grandfather. Shadrach. <laughs> Shadrach. Um, oh, my God. I, di- I did really laugh when Lisa said, like, weird polygamy cousins. I'm like, <laughs> Okay, one. Okay, I... I think Lisa's a beautiful woman. I think all the women are beautiful. There's just one thing I have to call out. And this is not shaming because it's something she voluntarily put on. I'm the fro- the f- No, don't be. It's fine. The frosted lipstick she had on in her confessional. I was like, babe. <laughs> oh my God. No. I actually did. I thought, everybody, I thought everybody looked really good at the casino night. Meredith especially <laughs> looked fucking hot. Um, so fucking hot. I thought Mary reminded- looked really good. That green sequin yes. dress. I was like, oh, you look like chicer than usual. This party reminded <laughs> me of how to lose a guy in 10 days. Ladies, frost yourselves. And because they, they were all wearing diamonds. Oh. Yeah, it that was weird. It's like, okay, like everybody come pick a necklace. And they were all just kind of these like random like Larry necklaces. Of- yeah. Do you <laughs> so get I'm to like, keep okay. it? Do you have to pay it? Is that the chart? Like, what's going on here? Because they, whatever. some of them were beautiful. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Fun time. I can't wait next week for the like sit down between Jen and Brooks. Like that to me is something that we have needed for a while because we need to just get everything on the table. Uh, yes. And move but forward. I just can't picture having a one on one sit down with Jen Shaw because it almost talking to someone like her is like everything is goes in one ear and out the other. Like, and she's just going to react regardless of what you say. So. You have like, to Barry, get her that's on a- actually 
that's going to be next week's episode of the podcast. It's just you no. and Jen one-on-one. I'm not going to be here. I can make that work though. I could talk and you to have a wall. To record, you have to record for a full hour. <laughs> no, no edits. I would be like, I don't know actually what I would start with. I would be like, so, um, have you traveled anywhere recently? How's it going? How do you feel? (laughs) Oh my God. What's going Uh, on? Well, this was such a fun episode. Thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. So you never miss an episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.